You're listening to a podcast by New Heights Church. We hope you're encouraged to glorify, grow, and go. Uh, so first of all, thank you for having me. And I'm really excited to be here. And I'm really excited to be it's, it's in an unusual American church because you'll give me like about 30 minutes here on the stage. And it's, it's a lot. And I'm really thankful. And... Um, I want to start to introducing my family first. My, this is my wife. I will, yeah, this is my wife, Christia, and that's my almost nine weeks. Uh, oh, nine weeks, it's, not, it's hard to say old. In, we always in school was learning like one year old, two years old, but nine weeks old, it sounds incorrect for me. Uh, but yeah, she, and my daughter Kvitka, she is uh, nine weeks. Oh my yeah, and I'm weak here and I really miss them. It's, uh, <clears throat> so, and uh, yeah, like Will said, my prayer card looks the same as this. So just grab it because this will create more space for gifts uh, for my family in my baggage. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. And the second picture, it's, I want to share with you. It's my uh, spiritual family. It's uh, our church. In September, we took this picture because it was our baptism. For We baptized five young uh, teenagers. It's a big blessing for us. And I will share with you a little bit more about that in a while. And next picture, like Will said, it's, we it's a, like our birthday celebration, three-year-old church. And uh, it's a miracle. It's a God work, and I am blessed to be the part of this God's work in Ukraine and to be the part of this church. And next picture, yeah, it's a, it's a baptism, and uh, I want to share with you like two stories from this picture it's uh, on the top right picture it's uh, Ostap and uh, it's a guy I mentoring him for three years right now he accepted Christ three years ago and <clears throat> he uh, for first year of his Christian life life he wasn't allowed to become to the church so I was meeting him every week to read the scripture, pray with him, and just mentoring him, help him grow in Christ, because he was a part of his spiritual family, and his parents uh, wasn't allowed him to come to the church. <clears throat> and yeah, this September he was baptized, and when he turned 18, it was after first year, uh, after yeah, a little bit more than a year when he accepted Christ, when he turned 18. His parents, uh, he, uh, he is she, confusing with he, she, so if I will make mistake this, I'm sorry, but so his, his parents uh, uh, said, uh, it's really weird, like this uh, church thing and reading the Bible every day and praying for us, it's like, it's crazy, like what you're doing. <clears throat> for for whole year he was struggling with parents, and then uh, one week before his birthday, what do you want to have for your birthday as a gift? And he said, like, don't buy me anything, just one week, one Sunday with my spiritual family, please. And they was like, oh, okay, it's it's weird. Uh, it's cost nothing, so yeah, <laughs> why not? So they they allowed him come to the church once. And after that, they seen like he's really serious, 
then he started to date a girl, and then um, they said, okay, when you will have a sex with... And like, he said, I will not have a sex with her until I will not marry her. And like, they're, no, that's right now, that's wrong. Like, you need to try it before. And he said, no, I don't, I will, when I will be married, and I will be ex just... I will be excited then, but I, I want to wait because Bible teaches that. And like his parents like, oh my gosh, what's happening with your life? Uh, so, uh, so, but Olenka, uh, it's a girl on the, on the left. My wife, uh, she mentoring her for two years right now. And uh, for, uh, for first years, the same as a staff, she wasn't allowed to come to the church. And so my wife meeting her every week, and she's still having meetings every week. And Olenka right now, the part of the church every Sunday. And for our celebration for free year uh, last month, her mom first time came to the church. And that's, that's what we do in Ukraine. To reach older generation, it's hard in Ukraine. So we, we try to reach young people who will be a great witness of Christ's love and his forgiveness in the families. And we hope and what parents will see that huge difference, what God um, just, just give them to be a different in this world, for this world. And they will be attracted of this because that's, that's amazing. The, the values, what God gives, it, it's... It's amazing to live and obey by these values and by his, his commands. So, um, so yeah, and Olenka and Nostab was baptized, and I was privileged to be the part of this too. So, who? I don't know. Ah, I do have one more picture. I forgot. Uh, okay, one more picture. Yeah, it's about my, as, as Will said, I am full-time missionary in Ukraine. And what I'm doing, I equipment youth pastors and youth ministry teams to do youth ministry. Before I planted a church, I was a youth pastor for, for many, for like 14 years, and I'm really excited to work with youth. And all of this experience right now, I, I want to pass it to another youth pastor, and I see how God calls me to transform the youth ministry in Ukraine from program-based ministry to disciple-making style ministry and uh, right now we have i have in i train uh, 15 churches uh, for this year and i pray for next year it will be 20 churches what will uh, join this program what i'm leading right now in seminary in ukraine so that's about ministry and that what god is doing in my church my life and right now we will open the bibles and yeah, we will read the Psalm 96, and it's a great psalm. And as Will said, we will have a, some some interaction, and you will see. Uh, okay, so in the beginning, let's let's open the Bibles or swipe your Bibles, and uh, let's let's read this psalm. Or sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, bless his name. Tell of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nation, his marvelous work among all the people. For great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared about all gods. 
for all the gods of the people are worthless idols. But the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. Ascribe to the Lord, O families of the peoples. Ascribe to the Lord, Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Worship the Lord in the splendor of holiness. Tremble before him, all the earth. Say among the nations, the Lord's reign. Yes, the world is established. It shall never be moved. He will judge the people with equity. Let the heaven be glad and let the earth rejoice. Let the sea roar and all that feels it. Let field exalt and everything in it. Then shall all the trees of the forest sing for joy before the Lord, for he comes. For he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and the people in his faithfulness. Oh. We start this. We start Sunday services as you start the Sunday service from singing the songs. And uh, in Ukraine, it's a lot of debates: what kind of songs and what kind of style of songs should be, and what song is right, what song is wrong. But mostly, it's about the style. Like it's choir. If you church without the choir, can you call yourself a church? Or no, if this is worship band or drums, it's loud drums or not allowed. Like that's all debates. But when we're reading the scripture, it's it's I can't find it like anything, just just this verse, it says like one requirement for church in singing, it says a new song. I came to the church twenty years ago. And uh, from non-Christian family, for every song what was singing during that, it was new for me. But uh, for all the generation, it was song what they singing for the last like 20 or 30 years. It was almost the same song, and they was like, it's awesome song. And for me, it was a great song, because I was hearing them first time ever. Like, I, I never worshipped God like that. I was like, wow. Like, it's unbelievable, like, music, songs in the church, you can be a part of that, you understand the language, it's unbelievable. Uh, but in a while, we was, uh, older generation in every, like, prayer meetings, they want to sing the same songs. Like, and the younger generation, like me, was like, okay, but it's, it's a newer song, like, and we understand them because they went through a lot of stuff. In Ukraine, church was persecuted until 1991. And they was outcast. If you claim yourself a Christian, like Baptist Christian or evangelical Christian, it means you're not allowed to go to the university. You can't be educated well. It's just not allowed. It's, if you're not educated well, you can get a job. A good job. So all Christians, they, the older generation, then they remember that time and they value that time and they, 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 they praise the Lord because God was leading them through that hard time in the history of Ukrainian church. 
I came to the church and I did not feel any persecution like this. Like, except I was not accepted at home when I became a Christian. Like, my uh, grandparents said, you're not a grandchild anymore for us. Uh, when I was 17, they kicked out me from the home because I was like dedicated to the church. So I live in the church for a while, in the church building, and all of that. And, but for me, uh, a, a song was, was different than for all the... It sounds different. It was different word because I am from another generation. And I see, I see what God is doing in, in my life differently right now. And I want to worship him that way. And I do believe with like every generation, every nation, they need to sing a new song because they need to lift up their eyes and see what God is doing right now. And we need to see that and worship him for that, what he's doing right now. I'm not saying we should forget what he did in the past, but we should remember God is working now in our life. He's working now in our community. He was working now in our countries. And he works differently. He works differently here. He worked differently in Ukraine. But that's the same amazing and beautiful God who's working. So the verse 2 and 3, it says, like, we need to sing, bless, tell, and declare four things. And um, we start with singing and blessing this service. And right now, I think it's time to tell and declare for all of us. And it's a little hint. So what do we need to tell and declare? First, we need to tell and declare about his salvation. And second, we need to tell and declare about his work and miracles, what he's doing in our lives right now. So you will have seven minutes right now. You will split into groups how you're sitting. And so in the groups, please share about that, what God is doing in your life right now, or how you become a Christian, how you just was born again. So you can decide. You want to share your testimony, or you can share that what you see right now God is doing in your life, how he's working. And you will have a seven minutes, so it shouldn't be a huge group because everyone, I want to have, everyone need to have opportunity to share. So uh, like four people, three people, five people, I think it will be great. Seven minutes of talking and you will teach each other right now and you will declare and tell what God is doing in your life. Okay, it's seven minutes and it's always uncomfortable to stop when you're sharing about that, what God is doing in your life. And uh, we're doing this in the church almost every Sunday. We're trying to give some space to talk about that passage, what we're reading, or just to share with one another what God is doing in our lives. And um, I hope you like it. And uh, it was encouraged to hear uh, from one another what God is doing here in your church, in this community, and this is great. Okay. <laughs> That's, maybe it's my fault what this kid is crying, I don't know, maybe. Uh, maybe you don't like my accent. <clears throat> um, 
Okay, from in in the psalm, what we in is like verse from four to six. It's uh, it shows us how great is the Lord and how beautiful He is, how powerful He is. He worthy of all praise, and it says you you can't compare uh, Him to anything else. You can compare to the idol. It says idol in. In Psalm 135, the last verses, they describe what this idol it is. And it says, like, idol is the, the one who can't hear, who can't see, who can't speak, and who can't act. So it's, it's that because he, is, he can do anything. Yeah, and, but our God is a God who can hear, who can speak, who can act, and... Uh, and he he's the one who, if he is acting, he's doing a great and beautiful and big things. And the, this psalm is like so. The the author of psalm so the author of the psalm is like saying like he the one who creates the heavens. So praise him, praise him. He, he is unbelievable. He is great. Do not compare him with anything in this world because he is beyond of that. Like he. He's unbelievable. And um, in seven, uh, verse 7 and verse 8, say, like, ascribe, ascribe, ascribe. So, like, give glory to him. And uh, um, right now, also, I want to give you one minute more, but not to talk with one another, but to talk with the Lord and ask him about one name, uh, uh, like one, about one person who you're working with or you can meet this person this week and, and share with that person that what you share here, like about God's work in your life. And even you can just, just say, okay, this is like crazy Ukrainian. He was in our church. He was preaching. And then he asked to do that thing. Like, so I was prayed, and yeah, that's like, I, I just, this, your name just comes up in my mind, and I just want to do that, and I hope, right now you will have one minute, and I hope God will, God will tell you a name, because he's the one who can hear you when you ask, and he's the one who can speak and answer for your prayer. So right now, just pray for one minute, and ask God to show you one person who need to hear from you the the, your testimony or the, the word of salvation, the gospel, or what God is doing in your life. So one more minute in the quietness and pray to the Lord. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring the offering and come into his courts. Worship the Lord in the splendor of holiness. Bring offering, like Will said, we're sacrificing like our money, we're sacrificing our time. And so, so bring offerings to him and sharing to this week with that person what, what you right now have it uh, from the Lord. And, and this verse is also saying, like, come into his courts. And entering to the God presence, it's a big privilege, and we um, we not worthy of that. Like I'm not worthy. None of you is worthy of that. Come to His presence, and um, being being His presence, come to in, into His courts, and worship the Lord in the splendor of holiness. It's just 
it's that what we can't do by ourselves. Like we, everything we, what we can, we just can say, okay, like I, I just need to accept that and that what God did for me and then it's, it's, make, it's opened the door for me to enter his courts. But I like Ukrainian translation of this verse 9 because in Ukrainian, I, I will read it to you in Ukrainian. Uh, you will not understand. Uh, maybe if you have a gift of tongues. Uh, but uh, verse 9 says, Додолу впадіть у воздобі святій перед Господом, тремтіть перед обличчям Його уся земля. So if, you, if we did translation word by word, it's just saying like, uh, bow down before the Lord dressed in the holiness. It's almost the same. Yeah, meaning still is the same. But I like how it says like, I'm bow down before the Lord dressed in the holiness. And this is that what I can do by myself. I, I need someone who gives it to me that opportunity. I, because I, am, I know by myself I'm not holy. Uh, I'm making mistakes, I sin, and, and I need someone. And that's why this psalm, it's, it's showing us the work of Jesus. That's what he did for us. That he dressed us in his holiness and we have opportunity to enter his presence because Jesus, he died for us. He gives us this forgiveness and he opened the door and everything what we have to do, we just need to receive that by faith and enter his presence. And I think the rest of this psalm from verse 10 to 13 it's uh, sometimes it's misunderstandable because it's saying a lot about justice when you when we read it it's like say say um he will judge the people with equity he will come to judge the earth he will judge the world in righteousness and when we hear in the word justice and judge, of course, we as a Christian, we want more justice in this world. I, I, I do for sure everyone want more justice in this world because this world is unjust. And, and in Ukraine, it's it's really corrupt uh, country and, and I want more justice for Ukraine too. But, um, but do you want justice for yourself? Or you prefer grace for yourself? Because we want justice in this world, we want justice for others, but we want grace for ourselves. Because if God will judge me, it's no chance. It's just no chance that I can come into his presence. It's just no chance to be friends with him. Because I know I'm guilty, and I'm glad what Jesus did for me. That's why Hebrew, when they reading this psalm and then was singing this psalm, they was glad, rejoice, exalt, sing for joy because of the justice of the Lord, because they knew what their guilt. 
taken from them because they bring in sacrifice. And that's what Jesus did for us. He became that sacrifice for us. And we can be excited and glad because of God's justice. God's love gives him a great desire to forgive us. In Ukraine, we're a lot talking about God's love, but not about God's justice. And, and I think it's the first topic what we need to say. We need to show to the world his love and how he loves. And what this love is did, it's, it's given him a great desire to forgive us. He has a great passion for forgiveness. But if our God wasn't just, he didn't have any legitimate right to forgive. So the beauty of our God, he God who loves, but also he has all rights to give this forgiveness. And no, and, and no one can take that from him. It's who he is. And he knew we will not make it by ourselves. So that love and passion to forgive us, bring Jesus to this world. And we celebrate in December, the Advent time. He came to this world to die for us and rise from the death and give this forgiveness to us. That's what he did. And, and let's read one more verse from First John chapter 1. Uh, verse 9. It's, uh, it's, it's the same words as the verse 13 in this psalm, but they, it, it's the same topic, but it shows us what we need to do. Do not be afraid of his uh, justice, but rejoice in this. And if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins, and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So God, he knew who he is. He is just, and he knew what he needed to judge the world. And he provided everything for people, for us, not to be punished, but to have opportunity to enter his presence freely. And he said in... First John, he said, everything you need to do, confess and believe, and the God who loves you and have all rights to forgive you will do that, because he is faithful. And for us, after this act of repentance, everything what is matter after that, it's our faithfulness to him. So I hope, first, next week, you will think about God's justice and about his rights to forgive, and you will freely be glad about it and excited and sing the song of joy because he did it for you. But also, you will remember that one person who need to hear from you the word of grace, and that word should bring the freedom for them not to be afraid of God's justice for them in the future. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. To learn more about New Heights Church or a relationship with Christ, please visit our website at www.newheightswv.com.